Hey guys, welcome back to the Sis Club. It's Angela McKay and it is August in current time. So I am excited to be here with you as we kick off a brand new month. There's something exciting about a brand new month. Um, sometimes people get a little stressed, especially in our industry, because like I know reports go right back to a goose egg and you've worked so hard and all of a sudden it's like, oh gosh, I've got to do it again. But there's also something exciting about a new month because it allows you to define a new goal, you know, maybe catch something different than you did that you learned in the past month. I think it's where growth happens or should happen. And so today I want to talk to you about how to grow your business, not like in a general training, but I really want to dive in and talk to you real talk. If you know me, that's what I do. I don't give you the fluff. I don't give you the the butterflies and rainbows of how to be an entrepreneur. I want to give you the grit that's going to get you long-term success. And so I want you to grab a pen. I want you to grab a paper. I want you to tune out of the distractions for the next 15 to 20 minutes. And I want you to shift your mindset to go to the next level. So DMO. If you haven't heard this acronym, you're going to hear it a lot. It stands for daily method of operation. Basically, AKA it's what you do, right? It's what you do. Like if you went to your job, you have a DMO, you come in, you clock in, you have a job to do. There's an expectation with your employer. That's what you do. Now the difference between where you go to work and you clock in is when you're an entrepreneur with Monet, you are your own boss, which sounds so great, right? Hashtag. I am the CEO of my life, but the reality is, is that if you don't show up, no one's going to fire you, right? Um, you're probably not going to get paid. Actually, I know you're not going to get paid because you're not doing anything, but um, there's no one to hold you accountable. So your DMO is your accountability partner. And I say so often people that are sitting there kind of waving through the wind in direct sales, like, I don't know why it's not working, Angie. It's just so hard. It's because they don't have a DMO. They don't have a DMO. They don't know what they're doing. They're just kind of floating through the week, hoping that someone's going to click their website and be an awesome person and blow up their business. And let me tell you, that never happens. That is like the myth of this industry. So don't wait for that. Today I'm going to tell you how to make some things happen so you can get someone in your business by recruitment and get some results. So, you know, I want to talk to you about like systems. If you know me, I'm a systems person. We have systems in our in our team and our company. There's really there's no question mark on how anymore. We've worked really hard to define what you need to do from the moment you hit send and you become a part of the business, right? So yay, you're in, click send, now what? Whoops, we know what, you're gonna onboard. You're gonna do an onboarding call in the Sys Club on the team page in Facebook. Your sponsor's gonna welcome them with flying colors because the more you celebrate that new person, the more other co-crossline people can celebrate them too and make them feel community, which is so important. And we have got to step that game up a little bit, y'all. Um, and make that a definite thing. And so they onboard, you shout them out, you do that call and say, okay, you're ready to go. I'm ready for you. We're not waiting for the postman. Your package is coming with your products. 
But here's what we do. We get to work because you're an entrepreneur and we have a system and a DMO that's going to change the way you do your work from home, around life, around kids, around a job, around whatever is going on. Most of this is a side plan B for for many, at least in the beginning. And so you have to also understand when someone comes in, most people are just wanting to make 200 to $500. And for some reason, we are like, you can earn a car, you can earn a trip, you can be a rock star, change your life, blah, blah. And it's too much. It's just too much. And, it's, and it feels too much to the person who just kind of took a leap and joined. And instead, as the sponsor, we have to dial back and remember, our goal is to help them get to Managing Market Partner and Smart Start and help them earn $200 to $500 in their first 30 days because why? Statistics show if they do that, they're more likely to have success. Now, who doesn't want to set their team up for success? Everybody does, right? So we have to take this with some authority and make this the, the, the bar None. Like, this is what everyone does. Like, MMP in 30 days. Which, it's not hard, girlfriend, to do this. For some reason, we want to, like, schedule it out. And all you're doing is statistically working against yourself in the long run. So, what do you do with the DMO? Well, first of all, you have to understand everything that we do is about talking. Talking online, talking offline talking on the phone, talking in person, it doesn't matter. How do you like to talk to people? You have to define communication style. It's not taking a shy person and saying, here's a microphone, sell the world. They're never gonna do it. And so good sponsors and leaders understand that you have to pick up the phone after they listen to the onboarding call and get to know your team member, right? Get to know them, ask them some questions. So are you a texter, do you like texts? Do you, like, find their love language. Find what makes them feel valued. Do they need recognition? Do they not need recognition, but they just need um, attention? And do they, you know, so I, that love, five, five love languages is not just for relationships. It's for business. Find out what makes that person tick and what is their communication style because as a, as a sponsor, you're going to show them how to shift their comfort zone in their speaking and talk about Monique, right? So um, let's think for a second, what is the number one thing in your DMO that you should do every single day? Every single day. It's a non-negotiable, at least in my world. It's mindset, right? Because let's face it. <laughs> Our mind is so powerful, but it can be the breaker of a lot of things. We can start to overthink, self-doubt, self-sabotage. Someone that you know that doesn't know anything about it can tell you you're crazy and you believe them. Your broke uncle could tell you you're stupid for trying to make money, but you're taking financial advice from your broke uncle. Like, let's think about this for a minute. And mindset can only stay strong if you flex it like a muscle. And so how do you do that? Well, first of all, you've got this podcast. This is 15 minutes of flexing the mindset muscle every day. Get your team on this because it is going to allow you all to hear the same message, which creates momentum. And 
you know it's going to fill them up. They're going to get inspired. It's high energy. They're going to come out and they're going to be like, whew, I needed it. I'm like the espresso of your morning. And then, you know, the next thing you want to do is you want to maybe think like, how do I like to get grounded? Am I someone who likes to meditate? Do I just like to sit in silence like me as a mom of seven? A little bit of silence is like where I can get some grounding and think and sometimes not think and just kind of get back into a groove. Um, Maybe you like to hear meditations. Maybe you like to um, write affirmations. Maybe you journal. But I don't know. You have to define how you're going to consistently add to your mindset muscle, which one, one needs to be this podcast because it's going to help give you tactical ways to grow your business and it's going to fire you up like a light a match under you and get you super excited and you're going to like want to go tell the world all day about how excited you are about your business. So mindset is number one. The second thing you need to do is you need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself as a person, right? You need to, um, oops, where you, sorry, looking. Okay, perfect. I thought I lost you there. You need to look at your choices. Are you feeding your body? Are you drinking water? Are you getting rest? Are you handling stress? Like it's a balance, right? And it's not really a balance, but there's goals in every area of your life. And in order to be really good at business, you also have to be good at taking care of yourself and learning how to handle stress and how to well, you know, like handle the things that are going to come as you get busier. But more importantly, it's just about just, you know, take a daily vitamin, drink your water, get some exercise, get some rest, make good choices, you know, like be your best version of you. Um, and that's important. And then we're going to dive into the work part of the DMO. The work part of the DMO is really about who? It's about people. It's about new people every day that you're talking to. When you first start your business, it's typically about who you already know. Why? Because they already love and trust you. It's a no-brainer. You need to go talk to your entire warm market before you jump into cold marketing. (laughs) Because cold marketing is just finding strangers to warm up to become warm market, but it takes longer. Where you've got people that are friends, neighbors, family, people in life, at the schools, churches, where you shop, you know, sporting events, all these places where you are in community that they already know and like and trust you. And so if you were to say, hey, I found an awesome Italian restaurant down the road, you should go try it. You, they'd be like, I'm going to go try it because Angie said it was a really good restaurant and I trust like Angie, so I'm going to go try the restaurant. Guys, it's the same thing with your Monate products. If they know, like, and trust you, they're going to trust what you recommend. You're giving a recommendation, right? That's what you're doing. You're doing it all the time. People say, well, I can't do this business. I'm not a salesperson. Well, guess what? You're not a salesperson. You're recommending. You're showing something that you value that has been a solution for a problem that you have, and you want other people to enjoy it and get those same results. And so it's like sharing the Italian restaurant down the road They're not paying you, right? But Monet is. And so you've got to get out of your own way of saying, I am not a blank because that is negative and that is negative mindset and that will only self-sabotage your success. So instead you have to say, I am going to share this because it is a gift and it is meant to be given. (laughs) And I say that all the time because it's true. Someone blessed you with this opportunity, thought of you, cared enough for you and you took it and now they want to, you got to pass it on and share it with someone else. Um, 
And the other thing <coughs> is you have to think about how you want to share. If you only shared with this presentation or a call or talked to your sponsor or sampled someone once a day for a year, that's still 365 people that you talk to in a year, right? Like one person, which is like the minimum because <laughs> it's like the very least you could do because if you weren't talking to anyone, you weren't doing anything, would be 365 people. It's safe to say something could happen. Is it going to take longer? Probably because it's kind of the slow way of doing it. But let's say you just double that and said, I'm going to talk to two people a day and expose them to like our opportunity call or share your story or get a sample, you know, give them that third party credibility. Well, that's over 700 people. Now you've got a little bit more chance for something to happen a little faster. Layer it by three guys and holy cow, like you're talking to people, but you're expanding it over time. Now you can decide the pace and race to your business. If you're like a go-getter like me, I'm like, when I started, I was like, ah, I got to talk to everyone tonight. I'm never going to sleep. I was drinking coffee and I knew there was urgency because there was, we were launching and I would say right now, August, 2020, there's urgency. We have our virtual impact week coming up in September. We are in a place of momentum. People are jumping in leaps and bounds, like what, 11,000 a week, (laughs) joining our company globally. Um, Guys, this is momentum, so you don't wanna take the slow way. You wanna set a, a, a goal that is doable for you, but more than one or two. Like you wanna raise it because you wanna position yourself to win. So I always like the number three. I always say three to five. If you're wanting to build a steady, you know, business, like you're, there's, you're like, okay, I want to do it, but I'm not like looking this for this to become a full time. I'm not looking at this to be anything more than a plan B. Um, I'm happy with, you know, a few hundred to a few thousand. The car sounds great, but I'm not so like jazzed about that. But you know, like you're like that person, but you know that like some extra money would still be great. In three to five. That's awesome. That's fine. If you want more, do more, right? I always say 10, 10 to win, <laughs> 10 to win. Do 10, talk to 10 new people a day. And it's so simple to do it because we teach you how to do it on social media or within your warm market, talking to people really quick, starting conversations. And at the very end of this, I'm going to give you two powerful ways I use every single day to have conversations with people that I don't know, or I haven't spoke to in a while. So Um, hang tight to the end of this because those are two ways you can start using today to get your 10 to win. Now, um, the other thing we need to understand too, is if you don't let people know you're doing the business and then your best friend goes and signs up with someone else and you're like, oh my gosh, how dare she go over there and sign with someone? So I'm a Monate Market partner. Did you talk to her? Did you ask her? And ooh, did you follow up? Sometimes we do the first and second. We talked and we asked, but we didn't follow up. We're like hoping like the magic carpet will just ride to your website. The link, go in, sign up, and you'll get a notification like today she decided to join you. Guys, that's not how it works. You have to follow up. You have to follow up with people. And if you don't follow up, you're leaving the door open for them to go find someone else who will follow up and sign them up. There are no people in this business. The reality is your friend has other friends probably now doing Monet. And that's why there's urgency. So you need to understand that the follow-up is so important. And the follow-up is not talk to her on Monday and wait a whole week. It's talk to her Monday morning, follow up with her Monday night. 
right? This isn't brain surgery. This is shampoo and hair care and skincare and an opportunity. Let's have a conversation, right? If you, if you are just afraid to do it, you have to figure this out because you will have people sign up with other people that are on your list if you don't get urgency. You will have that happen. And let me tell you a story. 10 years ago when I started direct sales, mm-mm-mm, I learned a lesson. I had a woman walk into my boutique. I sampled her. I did everything in the first two steps, right? Like exposed her, sampled her, got her information. I didn't follow up, (laughs) didn't follow up, you know? Why? I don't know. Uh, Probably just lack of organization and DMO, honestly. Like, I would talk to anyone, but I was busy and I just failed to follow up, plain and simple. We're sitting in Fort Worth at our convention, they're having people stand up, like, if you're this way, woo, woo, woo. I look into the row next to me. And I did double take, like, wait, 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 I know that person. How do I know that person? Then all of a sudden it was like the weight of just, oh, it was deep, like just came across my body like, oh my gosh. I was the one who exposed her, sampled her, but I failed to follow up. And she's standing there at a rank that was greater than mine. (sighs) Talk about a slap in the face. You never forget a moment like that when that happens. When you when you lose something because you failed to follow up and it stings, you will always follow up. Because if not, they're going to find someone else. And honestly, do you blame her? I should have followed up. Don't fail to follow up because it will come across you like a deep nausea, like sweat and like, oh, it was horrible. I looked at my husband. I don't even remember what the speaker said on the stage for the next hour. I was so mad at myself. I was like, oh, I just, it was my fault. And it was totally my fault. I own it. I learned from it. And for 10 years, I let that be the reminder so that I always follow up. So learn from my mistakes. Don't make your own and follow up. um, The other thing you want to do is that you want to talk to people. That's following up too. Talk to your customers. Do you talk to your customers? Do you run a customer report? Do you do you know what their favorite shampoo is? Do you have a plan? Do you send thank you notes? Do you give recognition to your customers? Do you ask for referrals saying, hey, you know what? If you give me three friends, I'll drop you a bottle of shampoo as a thank you because I need some new customers and they're your best billboard. They're your best recommendation, your happy customers. Do you do that? If not, you've got to start putting that into your DML. And so say, hey, every day I'm going to reach out to two of my customers and drop them a message and drop a thank you card to my top 10 every single month in the first week. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to really pay attention to the people that are spending money because if you love on them, they're going to share it more. They're going to like and trust you and they're going to share their market to you with referrals just because you wowed them. So wow them with a handwritten card. Wow them with a product and say, thank you for being so awesome for a customer. I appreciate your business. Wow them with just something good and fun so they can pamper themselves. Guys, think like an entrepreneur and follow up. The other thing goes with that with team too. Don't just call your team at the end of the month and be like, hey, Suzy Q, what you gonna do? Because Suzy Q is like, I have not heard from you and um, now you want me to work? <laughs> like, don't be that. I used to have a market, I used to have a mentor that used to do that. It used to drive me crazy. Instead, talk to your people, build the relationships with them, get to know what they want, and just talk to them. 
Like, I talk to my team. Like, I pick up the phone. How's the kids? What are you doing this week? How was your weekend? What's going on? We talk about life. I know their kids' names. I know what they're doing. I know, like, where they live. I know facts about them because it's a relationship business. And you have to build a relationship with people if you want to have them stick around. You want to have that relationship. So talk to them. Take time. Compliment them. Um, You know, just have that relationship that is follow-up those are your income producing activities guys so when you hear someone say I don't know how to do social media Angie uh, I just told you how to do it you go talk to either two or three or five or ten to win and you go have real conversations with people you find people and connect with them like you would if you didn't have money and you just wanted to talk to them like you have to be you And be understanding that there is no script out there that's going to magically make people want to buy your product or join your team. The way to do it is to be a happy, good vibe person, put good things out, share value, be a relationship person, not a salesy person, and and get to know people. And you know, when they're ready to buy, they will buy. If you take time and take attention to them and love on them and compliment them and be there, no matter what, when they decide to buy, they're going to buy from you. You're going to be their Monet girl. But if you're only talking to them when you want them to do something, you're going to struggle in this business because that is not how you do the business. Um, and so here's a couple things, like I said, I promised I would give you because we're almost um, to our, I'm probably over time because I'm giving you a little bit more meat today, but yep, we're at 21 minutes, but this is worth it. So we'll stop at 25 here. Um, two things that you can say to help you when you're having conversations with people that you don't know, but maybe you're in the same group or community on social, which is where you should go. You should not hang out on your personal profile, like your neighborhood. Like that'd be like hanging out in your driveway, hoping to run across someone new to talk to. You got to get off your driveway, go down the street, make a turn and find another area where people are at. That's what social media is. So you got to get out of your driveway and go find people. And so those are groups, like you're like over here, you drive down the street and there's a mom group. You're like, hey, you're cool. We've got things in common. I'm gonna park here and I'm gonna see who's here. Like, what's up? And in that group, you're gonna start to connect with people. You're gonna talk to people, not about Monate. You're gonna be a human being and you're gonna have a conversation. And what's really great is you're gonna start to meet people. And remember, that's two, three, five, ten 10 to win. Those are people, you can do my cheesy index card version. If you don't know what that is, there's a training on it, listen to it. That's how I track people. And you go meet 10 people a day. And it's really fun because it's so, who doesn't like to meet new people? You always learn something and you never know what can happen with it. And what I love to do is one, if I get a friend request, I ask people before I accept it, hey, like where did you find me and what questions can I answer? Because it's gonna help me understand where my return on investment is on time. My time investment in what groups? If I'm in this group and I'm putting stuff out, but I'm not getting anyone to come back, am I good to stay or should I get in my car and drive down and find another group, right? Like, so you, that's why I do one group a day. Like, that's how I have a system. I told you I'm a dork like this. And so I have one group and I know, okay, and I put on my index card and I know I met her in this group. And if they message me, I'm always like, oh, awesome. Like, where did you find me at? Like, and you know, what questions can I answer? And they're like, oh, we're in the same group over here. Then I know, okay, my time over in this group is working because I'm getting people to respond. I might hang out there a little bit. 
that's a good return of investment. Now, the other thing is, is let's say I'm in a group and I see someone and I want to start the conversation. You know, I have a couple things that are non-negotiables. Before, if I go into a group, it's not a direct sales group ever, ever. We said again, ever. Don't waste your time in those groups. It's like putting a bunny in a lion's den. Go find common interest groups. And I go in there and I, I, I never really post. I, I kind of hang out in the comments of the post. I love heart and wow everything. I don't want to stand out like a, I want to stand away from the liking crowd and be a big red heart or a big wow emoji because it gets their attention. And then I put at least one to two sentences in the comments. And I ask a question so that whoever I'm commenting on will respond back to me. Now, once they respond back to me, here's the cool thing. I have gone over, clicked their name, looked at them on social media. You can call it stalking. I call it prospecting. And I, one, make sure they have a face on their profile. Two, they've posted within the last 24 hours. And three, they're my ideal type client, which means I kind of know who I'm looking for. And if they meet all three criterias, guess what? I go over to the DM and I say, hey, Susie Q, um, I saw you over in this group and we were chatting on the comments thread of today, the post and I, I saw your profile and I really love your vibe or I love your content or you're super creative. I give a compliment and then I say, I wanted to know if it'd be okay if I sent you a friend request and we could connect personally. So I'm getting them into the DM and having a conversation before we even have a conversation. Everything about what I do happens in the DM. It's not about followers. It's not about how fancy my filters are. It's all about the DM. And I can tell you right now, those two ways, either they come to you or you go to them. If you utilize this, you will get results. You will have more authentic conversations. You will create more relationships and you will get more value and you'll be able to give more value. And that my friend is the DMO. This is how you do social marketing. And it's so exciting if you think about it that way. It's overwhelming if you think I have to be a photographer. I have to stage my house. I have to figure out filters. I. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Most people, I think authenticity trumps algorithm right now. People want to see real, relatable, be messy, have a messy bun, don't wear makeup, it's okay, we're real. Be a mom, have a kid come on camera. Mine come on the camera all the time. If you're on my team training today, they came on. Someone had a bloody knee. Right when I hit live, they fall on the pool deck, right? Like it's real, people. And you know what I'm going to say is it's relatable. And I'd rather be relatable and relate to a lot of people than look like, oh, good for her, but no thanks, I can't do that. Be relatable, be authentic, and know that absolutely, 100%, you can do anything you want with your business in August, September, October, November, any time moving forward, but you got to do the DMO. You gotta do it, you gotta do it, and you gotta know what to do. So. That's the training today. I hope you took some notes. Hope it's a great way to start the first week of August and get ready for an exciting month. And as always, guys, thank you so much for being on the Sis Club podcast. Do me a favor, like take a picture of it, throw it up in your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at the Laundry Room Diaries. Um, I would love to see who's watching this and, and share it with your team. Share it with your team. 
let them get excited about this um, because this is a resource that's going to help them build their muscle and their mind and their mindset. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week, friends. Take care. Bye-bye.